is the 77 WABC minicast. Good morning, good morning. It's Dr. Maria alongside Rudy Giuliani, and we are sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I'm full of anticipation today for snow. Mm, it took me I have my boots on. I have my <laughs> shovel ready. I was ready to go out like I did when I was mayor and go around each borough and Plow snow? I I think it's going to be a dud here in New York City. Now, I came in from Boston last night, and I had a four-hour delay, but it had nothing to do with weather. The plane coming in in Chicago had some problems. But... um, at least in my in New Hampshire, in southern New Hampshire right now, it is snowing. I think it's been s- snowing in the north country for a little bit. But it doesn't look like New York's going to get a lot of snow. You're going to get a mix of some rain and snow. Well, I don't think it broke. I don't think they've, they've gone 160-something days without snow or yeah. 600 days, I think, yeah. without snow. And it broke a record that I didn't know that I set for the most days without snow. But by a lot, I was down to 400. And then when I look back, I realized... I had the most contradictory mayoralty on snow. I had <laughs> well, not that you had anything to do with I it. I either had the least or the second least amount of snow on record, and I had the second largest snowfalls on record, and the fourth. So I went every other year. One year we would get killed with snow. Then I went. I remember that what they're talking about. I went a whole period of time. I, and the way we budget, we budget in advance. So if you get you average out the last, if I recall correctly, the last four years. So you get a big snowfall, the budget goes way up. Now you don't use it, you have a surplus. And I was smart enough to keep it reinvested. You know what the dumb Democrats used to do? They'd sell it. They just spend every every penny they see, they spend. No, you can't. Which is why we're in bankruptcy. We, we have no control over Mother Nature. So it, it comes when it comes. But I am very happy to get some snow. I wish we had it for Christmas. Well, I, in good conscience conscience could not look myself in the mirror. I really couldn't if we didn't talk about January 6th today. More and more information is coming out on January 16th, 6th, 2001. And it's, uh, excuse me, what is wrong with me today? 2021. And we need to talk about it. We really do. People say, don't look back in the past. We need to move forward. But we have to because there was a massive cover-up and a massive propaganda machine going about January 6th. Let's listen to our president, President Biden, cut 12. In trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, Trump is trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. But he, we knew the truth because we saw it with our own eyes. This wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. It was a violent assault. They were insurrectionists, not patriots. They weren't there to uphold the Constitution. They were there to destroy the Constitution. I tell you, that soundbite really irritates me. Number one, there was no insurrection. That has been debunked repeatedly. How can they say that when there have been a thousand cases? It, there's been the costliest, most costly investigation in American history. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Most costliest investigation in American history. And they haven't come up with a single, not conviction, they haven't come up with a single charge of insurrection. Now, these guys should be picked up and just thrown off the stage when they say that. 
There's no there's no responsible basis for saying insurrection other than their uh, accumulation of lies. Uh, if there was any evidence of insurrection, you don't think uh, Crooked Garland wouldn't charge it and use his henchman? Smith is the most unethical prosecutor I've ever seen. He'd charge anything. <laughs> I mean, he'd charge anything. If he uh, could. Th- yep. Not a single charge. So who did he do the insurrection with? Biden? Yeah. You know, President Biden talks about what we saw repeatedly on TV. Yes, that's what you want to do. You want to have a narrative. But what we're seeing now, and it's all on alternative shows, you know, your podcast, people need to go back to either your website. The day after. (laughs) Yep, from the day after, Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense. So Rudy Giuliani, CS.com, or go to his Rumble channel. Look at the past podcasts. We know darn well Antifa was involved. You you brilliantly on your podcast the next day after have John Sullivan's own words saying, we're going to effing get this guy out of Washington. We're going to burn the Capitol, and repeatedly saying, we're going to go after this. We know FBI was there. We've now seen video, yes, President Biden, with our own eyes of police officers, Capitol Police officers, bringing people into the Capitol. How can they even be charged with trespassing when they didn't know they were trespassing because someone in a uniform let them in? And last night, for the first time, I saw a video of... I've seen the ones of the Capitol Police officers open the doors saying, come in, come in. And I've seen them being escorted. But last night, for the first time, I saw one that wasn't even near the door. He was he was out amongst the people with big, full arms waving people in. Come in, come in. They thought they could go in. Yeah, And then the one that always gets me because it's so personal is the police hold the door for the shaman to let him into the Senate chamber. I mean, they're like doormen. First of all, they follow him all around the Capitol. He has his own personal escort, like the Chinese balloon hat from our Air Force. He has his own personal (laughs) escort. They could arrest him at any time. At one point, he walks into a group of about 30 cops. They look at him laughing. He can't get in the first door of the Senate. They try a key. Yeah, they help him. Then they go over to the second door, and the cop holds the door for him, and he comes in, and they watch him. And at some point, he asked the cops jokingly, you think you'd leave us here? Oh, no. Uh, and then he goes on and, and pray. And then he has them at the very end all pray. They're all sitting down there praying. And then he leaves. And he goes to jail. What, under what theory is this not entrapment? Well, Rudy, do you remember the government tried one to— one big hold, entrapment. Yeah, tried to hold that film from the shaman's lawyers. And it wasn't until Tucker Carlson— got a hold of it and released it that the guy's charges went away. As far as I know, I may be mistaken about that. He spent um, 14 months in jail. Oh, yes, I know. Until the film that the government hid. Oh, oh, oh. Once that film came out, they they let him out of prison. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Then you look at this other guy, Jake Lang, who's been in prison now for over a thousand days. Now, he is charged with fighting with the police. On the other hand, he's got a, a defense, which is that he was trying to stop them from ki- killing Roseanne Boylan. Yes. Now, they did kill Roseanne Boylan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh, that's a tough one. The Ashley Babbitt thing, you know, the first yeah, night. That, that's definitely murder. I, I don't think anybody yeah. knows this except yeah. the people that have heard it from me. 
But I knew that was a murder on January 6th. I tried to help the Department of Justice. You That's were a little known I, you fact. You were there when I, when I tr- uh, almost fell out of my, my chair a when I saw A little known fact. All these people were giving you video evidence almost immediately. People were really incensed over the murder of Ashley Babbitt. And I don't know how I get myself involved in this stuff, but I ended up having a depository of all this yeah, you information. Got subpo- and you subpoenaed for it. You gave it all to the government. And I gave well, it all actually, to the government. You were originally Doing gave it voluntarily. Duty. We, we, it was, came from uh, several of us, Bernie and myself and others, and we used you as the repository. Yes. And you, and you, you. gave it to the Justice Department. Absolutely. And if you go I do back my duty. to that, I really would like you to go back to that podcast because you're going to see something else that uh, is really I don't know if I'm embarrassed a little about this. When I describe it on January 8th and January 14th of 2021, I actually don't say too much about the Ashley Babbitt case because I think they're going to investigate it. I say, well, let me explain the facts that are very public, but I better not go into the details because this is going to be a very serious investigation. And I'm saying to myself, what a jackass you were. Wow. You really believe they were honest. Uh, to me, and then you know, I got several detectives for the next couple of weeks to go look at it, and they'd say, "Holy, wow! I'm I'm glad I'm not that cop. Yeah. That guy's headed to jail." Yeah. Well, just I want you without to, a doubt, yeah. she was unarmed. Yep. Uh, it looks, teeny woman. It looked it looks like she came in lawfully. It looks like she was uh, she came in with a group of people with the cops holding the doors open. It looks that way. We're yeah. not sure of that. Uh, there's no evidence she did any damage to anything when she got there. There's no evidence she did any damage to anything when she was there. Actually, there was evidence that she was some of the Antifa people she was yelling at not to break things. Yes, there's some (laughs) evidence that she was trying to calm things down. 